Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Overnight Success Podcast, brought to you by Maria Hatsi Stefanis. Maria is the founder of Rodial and Nippin Fab, best-selling author and on a mission to help you achieve your dreams. Maria's highly anticipated third book, How to Live Your Best Life, is now available on Amazon. Hi, Liv. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Maria? I'm very well. What are we talking about today? Today's topic is procrastination. I think so few of us have any idea how to actually avoid it. Why do you think it is that people procrastinate? I think there's three reasons. Um, a lot of people are afraid of failure. So they just take their time to start a project just because they're afraid that they're not going to be able to make it happen. They, they're afraid that they may fail and they'd rather not start it rather than fail on it. Who likes failure? Um, the other reason, which is one of the reasons I tend to procrastinate, is when you have to deal with a boring task. Mm. I hate admin, so every <laughs> day, you know, who loves admin? Every time I have to pay bills or um, to put together a spreadsheet or something that's not that creative, I really want to avoid the task. So, you know, that's understandable. And the third reason for procrastinating is if you do not have motivation about that specific task and yeah like if you don't have the motivation if you don't know the why you're doing what you why you're doing this then you just don't have the incentive to get started surely admins got incentive that you've got to do those spreadsheets maria (laughs) (laughs) well yeah no it's something that i have to do there's some work stuff that i need to deal with that's admin or deal, yeah, I don't know, with um, the kids' schools, to organizing some bits and pieces at home, to um, putting, a, I don't know, my expenses together at work. There's always something admin that has to be done. But yeah. yeah, I'm not looking forward to it, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. What, do, what is it? What are the things that you do when you are procrastinating? You know, it depends, again, on the task. If it's an admin task, um, it has to be done first thing in the morning. So I will say, okay, I have a lot of energy right now. I'm just starting out. Let me get this out of the way. And then I will feel much better and get on with my creative um, my creative tasks for the rest of the day. Um, if it's a bigger project and I feel that I am tired, 
Uh, what I do is I would take a break and say, you know what, I'm not in this mindset to start with this massive big project, even if it's a creative one. I need a day off or mm. I need a few hours off. And then I really want to get back to those projects with all my passion and excitement and creativity. So if I need a break and I'm tired, I'll take a break. Um, and then projects that tend to be a bit more complicated and they can be creative, but there are also a lot of factors involved around them and a lot of uncertainty and the task may seem too big. I just try to take the first step, which could be even sending an email to myself mm -hmm. saying, this is the first thing you need to do. And that taking the first step, it puts me in the mindset that, okay, I've done something and that motivates me to keep going. Yeah, it's about knowing that you're you're trying, even though things might not even be getting done. Yeah. What, what could we be finding you doing if you were actually like around the house? Like, what do you do when you're putting off doing something else? Do you, I mean, I find when I'm at home, I sharpen all the pencils in my pencil pot <laughs> or I rearrange my sock drawer sometimes or... <laughs> oh, maybe like a show that I enjoy and I do reruns of it. Like Friends or something. A friend or yeah. Sex in the City, something familiar. Yeah. Like when, when I need to relax, when I'm in the mindset to get ready for a project, I don't want to be getting new information in my mind. I want something yeah. familiar and entertaining. Totally know what you mean. Do you have that? Yeah, especially when I'm, yeah. I mean, obviously I just, I put on things that I've seen a million times. I've seen like Titanic, like, 25 Aww, times. I just put that cute. on in the background. <laughs> you so never cute. strike me as a Titanic sort of girl. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Back to procrastinating. Why do you think it's important in life just to sort of, you know, just dive in and get your head down and get on with something? Mm, yeah, that is a good question. I guess being a perfectionist and waiting until you have it all figured out, and that's the first step that will motivate you to keep going. Um, I do think perfectionism is what leads to procrastination sometimes. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Because maybe you're frustrated that you can't concentrate, you can't get it right, so it's easier just to go and do something else rather than face up to the fact that you've got to get something done at the standard that you that you want, right? Yeah. And it, when do you ever have it perfect? Very rarely, <laughs> if ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you have plans to start a music magazine. Yes. <laughs> How is that going? I mean, I, I've, I've talked about it thousands of times yeah. and I've made mood boards, but the idea of actually starting doing it is terrifying. So that, I mean, I'm big procrastination territory at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I mean, you could even argue that this is procrastinating because it's not my music magazine. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like uh -huh. taking on any job doing anything I can to not make it. Even that's my dream thing to do. I'm just like, no, I don't want to do it because like you, I want it to be right and I'm scared. I think it's fear. I'm scared mm. of it not, not being quite how I want it to be or yeah. the standard that I want. I don't know. I think I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And sometimes when you have something that's very close to your heart and you're very passionate about, that's when you get most of the fear like i'm i'm in the process of writing my second book and cool. there's there's big procrastination happening right now just <laughs> right now right here um i go through phases that i have this great burst of creativity and it could be a sunday and all i do sunday is write for hours yeah and then 
I sit on it for a few days. I go back, I read it, and I hate it. And then I delete half of it. And then I take a pause for a few weeks just because I cannot deal with it. It's, yeah, I guess when you have a project that's very close to your heart, Mm. this is when you tend to procrastinate a lot more. Yeah, I think you're right. Is there a certain time of day that you know you can get loads of stuff done? Do you find, for instance, writing a book, can you... Like, is it nighttime or do you, or like, is it like a Sunday daytime or is it just whenever you feel in the mood, you just have to kind of jump on that? And how important is mood actually? Mm. Just feeling in the mood to get on with it and just like grasping it. Yeah. I mean, as everyone else, I also need to find my motivation. And I, I definitely, I am more productive and more creative first thing in the morning. So I would I would start writing first thing in the morning, probably on the weekends when I don't have to go to work so I can really sit down and focus. Yeah. But I also find that I need to get motivated as well. And there's times that I'm not motivated to, to write anymore. And what I would do is try to find some motivation, read a new book, listen to a new podcast, yeah. and, and find my own way to motivate myself. I think that's really important is just, yeah, finding finding inspiration in other things. And it kind of also sometimes I find like um, I look at other things to make me feel jealous. Like if I want to start a music mm. magazine, I look at old music magazines because I'm like, well, they're doing it. So I should be doing it. <laughs> just, yeah, looking at, at what other people are doing and thinking, yeah. well, they can do it. So I can do it, too. And exactly. it's. Uh, it, it, you know, it's not necessarily jealousy. It's more about being motivated about from yeah. what other people are doing and, and putting yourself in their shoes and saying, yeah, if they do it, I can do it as well. Yeah, and I could just sit here and watch Titanic again or I could actually make some notes and start, start a new project. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult to choose between the two sometimes. How many times have you watched Titanic? Oh, my God. I don't know, like probably in the 20s. Oh it's a long God. film too, but I don't often watch the whole thing. I just dip in and out. I mean, anyway, <laughs> this is not, not um, important information. Um, I think so, for instance, if you're nervous about starting a new project, what's a good thing to keep in mind if, if you think it's nerves or, or fear like that's keeping you from not just jumping in? Mm. You just don't need to do a hundred things at once and look at the amount of work that needs to get done um and it just small small steps that add to a bigger result and a bigger goal so yeah just take it easy one step at a time and take it easy on yourself too give yourself Mm. a bit of a break i think that's really important um when we were thinking about um starting this podcast i remember feeling really excited that we just sort of started recording rather than spending weeks like going back and talking about ideas and going back and forth on, on sort of what we should be doing for it. We just kind of met up like a few days later and just like started mm. recording and jumped right in. I think that was really, really great. And I was, it was kind of, it kind of taught me a good lesson in like, if you've got, if you want to do something, just, just start. Like, yeah. even if, I mean, actually the first podcast we did wasn't even, it didn't even go out because we didn't like it, but yeah. it still meant that we were doing something. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is another good example of, a massive project. So a lot of people were talking to me when when I r- wrote the book, and they said, "Oh, you should be, you should be doing a podcast." Um, and I I was thinking, oh, "Where do you even start?" I mean, yeah. that's a whole new world out there. I mean, it took me three years to figure out how to publish a book, and and now a podcast. Oh, that's too much. And 
I've been on podcasts as a guest and I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. But then where do you start? Um, do, who do you need? Do you need like a producer? How do you, when do you drop the episodes? How many episodes you need? How long does the episode last? Do you have guests? There's just so many questions in yeah. your mind. I've been thinking about this podcast, honestly, for, for about a year now. And I've had some meetings, but it always felt, you know what, this is never going to work out. This is too big of a project. Um, And then I got hold of this magazine and and read about you and and how you were um, working on a number of podcasts and and the podcast studio that you were um, um, collaborating with. And yeah, that's, and, and I thought, okay, well, let me make that call. Let me get on a meeting. And we connected, we had mm-hmm. this meeting, and then we said, let's just meet next week and record. Um, and I actually thought that we were going to use that episode. I was yeah. feeling very confident about it. Um, <laughs> and then the episode came back and I started editing and editing and cutting off here or there. And I just hated my voice. <laughs> but, but you know what? What was really interesting was having had that episode, it made me realize what I liked, what I disliked, how I wanted to structure it going forward. And if we never recorded that episode, I think it would take us months of going back and forth, Mm. trying to figure it out in theory. But it's so much easier to figure it out when you have something, you have a base to start with, and then you just fine tune the details. Well, it's practicing, isn't it? You're kind of just seeing how it works and seeing how it feels and seeing what you like and don't like. And yeah, it's so true. We could have spent like, we could have spent months just talking about it yeah. without having done anything. But I think also with podcasts, I think maybe, maybe a lot of people just kind of, they do just jump in and record, um, which sometimes can be great, but sometimes can also be, um, <laughs> not going to name names, but people who maybe are, are, are not, they haven't listened to in, in many other podcasts and thought, right, I want it to be like this, or I want to do a kind of structure like this. And yeah. they're not kind of looking out for the audience, they're looking out for themselves. And so they're not thinking about how they should be structuring it to kind of, you know, so they're not rambling on and on. I think practicing and trying it out is the, is the best way to do things because we could have tried out that podcast yeah. and thought, let's just yeah. not do this. But we might have just talked about it for weeks and just, you know, uh, like make it, I don't know. Yeah, no, it was, let, let's just do this. And what was, um, it was quite helpful for me, and it's actually good advice for anyone out there trying to come up with with a new project. It's looking at what other people are doing. And I think Mm. for me, it was really helpful to go out there and research other podcasts that I liked. Um, And there's not one podcast that I said, okay, I love this podcast so much, I want to do the same, because obviously I have my own voice and I have my own... um, vision about what I want this podcast to be but listening to other people's podcasts and doing your research I think that helps a lot and with any project in life it's it's looking at what other people do what do we like what do we dislike dissect it analyze it Mm -hmm. and then learn from it and I, I I did a lot of that and I still do uh partly for research partly because I do enjoy listening to podcasts I mean yeah don't we all enjoy podcasts I know they're the best have you got any favorites a lot, but that would be, let's just leave this for another show, okay. our favorite <laughs> podcast. It's quite a difficult question, isn't it? 
So what advice would you give someone who told you that they were struggling with not being able to get their head down and concentrate on something they were working on? Hmm. Okay, so one of the reasons that you may not be able to concentrate is because you may be tired. And what I would say is if you are feeling tired, if you are feeling demotivated, just take a break. And that break could be anything from a day off that project so you can start fresh, or it could be an hour, just do something different, go to a new coffee shop, read a new magazine, go and, and, and check out something new on, on the web. Just do something different. Give your mind a break and then you'll start fresh. Um, now, if you're not starting a project because you don't feel motivated enough, you have to always take it back to your motivation. So sit down and think, why am I doing this? How is this project going to contribute to my goals, to my success? Take it back to your motivation. And if you link that project to what motivates you, then you're going to be a lot more driven to get started and to make it happen. Yeah, for sure. Assuming that you've already written down the goals beforehand, which I think is something that everyone should do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. quite important. Yeah. I think a lot of people say that like working out and exercising is a really key part of like maintaining a clear head and being able to concentrate and focus. Like, do you feel the same way? Do you feel like sometimes just going to like the gym for a bit can completely clear your head and get let you get your head down or? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, a lot of people who know me and follow me on Instagram or have read my book, they know that I, I use exercise as the way to clear my head, get my mindset for the day. It's probably the one hour that my phone is switched off. I'm not checking emails uh, and then I'm ready to go. Then I'm ready to take on a, anything from a tough day at work to get started on a project. Um, but I just have to do it first thing in the morning. Yeah. 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 Have to clear the cobwebs to. away. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. So uh, I think that's all we have time for in this section. But join us after this little tiny break for our closing feature this week's Obsessions. Welcome back. Here we are to tell you uh, about something that we've been obsessing over this week. Uh, Maria, how about you go first? Right. So uh, we talked about exercising and um, I do tend to travel a lot, especially the last few weeks. I've been I've been traveling quite a bit. I've discovered this amazing. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. It's by Nike, and it's actually an exercise app that um, you go in and you select the number of minutes that you have, and it could be anything from five minutes to probably about 30 minutes, um, what type of exercise you want to do, and then it comes up with a workout program for you. That's great. Yeah, and I found it's amazing. It's something that I can do if I'm traveling and, and there's a gym at the hotel or even at home if I don't have time to make it to my class. I have a couple of dumbbells here with me and, and a mat and I can do the class and I get my workout done at home or when I travel and I find this is such an amazing app and I think everyone should have it and use it. That sounds great. What's it called? It's a Nike just workout app. a Nike app. workout yeah. app. Yeah. Definitely going to get that. Because it's, it's too, when you're traveling around or you're too busy and you just can't make the class, like, it's just, then you've got absolutely no excuse, have you not? To do yeah, it? no, for sure. No excuse. So <laughs> even if, you know, it's five, 10 minutes, that's what I like. You can always fit in five, 10 minutes. We have no excuse. Yeah, totally. And what about quite, you? quite good procrastination, actually. Um, mine this week is an Instagram account called Lady Di Revenge Outfits, and it's photos Ooh. of Princess Diana wearing these amazing outfits that she started wearing like post-divorce from Charles. <laughs> and it's just her like walking out of her house, walking out of the gym, getting into a car, just wearing like baseball caps and big sweaters and like power suits. And she just looks so cool. Oh, and wow. she's just, it's like a bit of a two fingers up to, you know, her past life. It's just really, really good. It's very funny. And the comments beneath it are very, very funny as well. It's very well put together. Uh, what's that called again? It's what? called Lady Die Revenge Outfits. Lady <laughs> Die Revenge Outfits. You know, I need to check this out. The whole um, Off-White by Virgil Abloh collection last season was based on 
um, Lady Di's outfits. So really? that could be major fashion inspo for she, everyone out there. She was just a style icon. I just, yeah, she is just fantastic. I um, didn't realize it at the time, but I do realize now. Her yeah, style is coming back. It's, it is. It's, it's it really becoming is. trendy. Yeah. yeah, like big trainers and like gym shorts with a big sweater and like a big cap and these huge sunglasses. And she's always got a great blow dry. And she always looks quite strong and like sassy. I think Love she it. I think she's yeah. great. So that's my obsession for the week. So thank you, Maria. And thank um, you, Liv. That was fun. Yeah, it was really good. And I hope everyone that's listening or has listened. Um, maybe you were procrastinating by listening to it, but that's okay. Just maybe like <laughs> try and think about what we've said and maybe it'll help you on your journey like next week or the week after. Um, so join us in the next episode, I suppose. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. If you like the Overnight Success Podcast, please make sure you tell a friend, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and don't forget to leave us a rating or comment. You can find me, at Mrs. Rodia, on Twitter and Instagram. This is the Overnight Success Podcast. I am Maria Hatzi-Stefanis. See you next week.